Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and vague tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Welcome back to Cocktails and Capital. This is episode 29. Uh, we are going to go behind the curtain today and take a look at how 2022 went for us here at Tatum Accounting, what kind of goals I had, what my highlights were, what the lows were. We had a couple of not great patches last year, but we also had a ton of really great successes happen in the business, and I want to share those with you guys today. So I think we should be open about how our businesses are doing It kind of reminds me of when you're at corporate and they're like, don't talk about your paycheck or the amount of money that you're making or anything like that with your coworkers, which also not exactly legal, by the way, if anybody's telling you not to talk about your paychecks, read up on that. Um, Huge, huge bone of mine, first of all. (laughs) Um, But I think that it's super important to have transparency in that aspect. And also, if you own your own business, I think it's important to be transparent, Um, mainly because if you're struggling and you need assistance from other business owners, the only way that you're going to get it is through transparency. I also think it's very important to allow your business to continue to humble you, but also to provide yourself a lot of grace while you're building your business and while you're running it. Running a business is the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life. I feel like I'm about to cry. Um, It is so hard, but it's so rewarding. I would give everything that I have to retain this business. I cannot go back to working for somebody else. (laughs) Um, There's just no way. The gratitude that I have for this business and for you guys who are listening Um, And for all of our clients and all of the people who might follow us who aren't our clients, you guys give me so much joy every single day. And so I would like to give back at the beginning of 2023 to you by sharing how we did in 2022, Um, sharing what we did right, what we did wrong, and just continuing to spread a little bit of gratitude to you guys because I think it's very important because you're all the reason that I'm here. Um, and why I get to do this every day and wake up and just roll out of bed and walk into the office, um, and not have to do anything else. So I genuinely appreciate you. Like I say, every episode, but this one's a little bit, um, more emotional (laughs) for me (laughs) to record. Um, and so I hope you can kind of bear with me through this episode because it might get a little bit emotional in here. So I'm going to take a quick little break. Um, and we'll be right back. Are you ready to take a vacation from your bookkeeping, but your business is not quite there yet? 
At Tatum Accounting, we have plans that scale with your business, making them affordable at every stage. For the business owner who needs help with their accounting, but maybe is not ready to completely outsource their books, check out our new Office Hours package. With Office Hours, you get access to our private Facebook group filled with educational resources, webinars, and tools to make managing your books so much easier. The best part? Private, weekly, one-on-one support. Jump on weekly calls with an accountant to discuss anything and everything. Pricing, expenses, QuickBooks. We're here to get your questions answered. For just $150 a month, sign up for our office hours by visiting tatumaccounting.com forward slash office dash hours or visit our show notes for the link. Now let's get back to the episode. Alrighty. So we're going to start at the beginning with quarter one. Quarter one is the busiest quarter for accountants. There's so much going on. And if you are a bookkeeping firm, but you're also doing tax returns, you might as well just bury your head into your desk because you're never going to come out from underneath it. So that's kind of what I did. And I, it was the first year that we did that I did. I didn't have anybody yet on staff. So it was the first year that I did tax returns alone, not underneath a firm or anything like that. So I thought that we had a system. I, I personally, I thought, cool, we'll get 10 tax returns. That's what I paid for, um, on the software at the beginning of the year. And I ended up having, I think 35, 35 or 36 was the final number that we did. And I, was blown away, first of all, by the amount of trust that people had in me to prepare their returns, but also blown away by the administrative headache that came on. So if you don't already know, my husband is a huge, huge part of this business. Um, He's not an owner of the business, but he is in the background. He is with me all the time. Right now he's on a deployment, but he's still, as soon as I get him on the phone, I am running a whole bunch of business questions by him. He's like my unpaid chief operating officer, (laughs) my unpaid intern for life. So what I did was I had to lean on him heavily um, in order to get through tax season. He implemented an entirely new uh, customer relationship management software for me during the time that I was here pulling my hair out. And also he implemented automatic workflows for us. He went through an entire training for the the system. Uh, He helped me to maintain my bookkeeping clients and the workflow because I severely underestimated the amount of work that we would be receiving, but I also overestimated my capability. I like to think that I can do absolutely everything, and I'm sure that you listening to this, you're a driven uh, business person. You probably think you can do absolutely everything too. And we can to an extent. See, I'm still doing it now. Running a business requires you to lean on people. And Q1 was my first indicator of that lesson. That lesson will follow me throughout the rest of the year. So just keep that one in the back of your mind. Sarah did not learn from her mistakes in Q1 very well. (laughs) So that... Tax season was great, honestly. It was a huge eye-opener. I found a love for a new aspect of the business. Um, And I 
this is a very emotional episode. I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> um, I found a love for something new in the business and it kind of revitalized my thoughts toward Tatum Accounting and where I wanted Tatum Accounting to go. Immediately after that, I had so many ideas for like a course that we could build and um, all these other things that popped into my head that I was like, I can do this, I can do this. And I had to slow down and take a moment to remember the amount of stress that I had just had. So January kicks off year-end close, obviously. So we want to close out your books as soon as possible. And if you're using us, then we have a little bit more time to get your books closed. But if you're using a different tax preparer, we've got to get that done quickly because we don't want to hold other people up. So there's year-end close. There's 1099s. We had an influx of people contract out their 1099s to us last year too, which I, again, not prepared for. I always underestimate the amount of people that are going to come to us. And so therefore underestimating um, how much time I need to allocate to certain things. So by the end of the 2022, we will have corrected that completely. Um, but you have your year-end close, you have 1099s, and then we start uh, the meetings to go over your year, to go over your new year, the goals that you have. All these client meetings in January, 1099s, year and close, everything in one month. And then we start tax season immediately after that. And it is just go, 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 go. And so the main point here is that we have to remember to not only slow down and remember the fact that the business is not the only thing here. Your family is still here. Even though Scott, my husband, is working with me on the business, he still deserved to be treated as my husband too. And so there is this fine line that I learned in Q1 between having your family time and leaving work at work. It's so hard when you're working at home, and you probably know this, but it's so hard when you're working at home to leave work in the office or in your craft room or if you're doing something outside in a warehouse or garage, it's so hard to leave it in the garage because all you think about, all that's on your brain all the time is this business. You want this business to grow. It's like an extra baby. You want it to grow. You want it to succeed. And you stress about it all the time. And you can't do that. That's we 2023 is not the year for this. 2023 is the year that we lean on others when they allow us to. We do not lean on others when they just want to be our family, when they want to be our friends. There's a time for leaning. And then there's a time for you to reground yourself in your family. So that's my Q1. <laughs> that's my Q1 lesson. It's a little bit emotional. Uh, <laughs> Q2 might be a little less emotional. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. So that's Q1. Uh, Q2, we started in Florida. Right after tax season ended, I needed a break, needed a huge break. And so my Oma flew over from Germany for my mom's birthday in May. And uh, my mom, my Oma, and I went to a cabin in the Georgia mountains for a few days. If you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen. Absolutely beautiful, though. And it was the beginning of the recharge that I really needed after taxes. Then... 
my husband and I met in Florida and we were in Jacksonville for a couple of weeks. And again, huge reset, huge is it's, it's like a little honeymoon. Anytime I go to Florida, not for me and Scott, but just for me, it's a little Florida honeymoon. (laughs) Again, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I just need to, I need to move back to Florida. I need to live there and let the water carry me away. When you find a place like that, that is your absolute, I am going to cry. Wow. (laughs) When you find a place like that, that is your absolute safe haven, find it and hold on to it. And when you are in the most stressed out part of your business that you've ever been in, go to that place. I don't care if you go there physically, but go there in your brain. There's so many times where we have a tough day with clients. We all make mistakes. And sometimes the mistakes are made by me. They're made by my bookkeeper. They're made by whomever. But it results in a tougher day than we'd like to have. Or we didn't get a client that we really wanted. Whatever it might be. I go to Florida in my brain to find a picture of my parents' dock or whatever, the beach, I don't know. I find a picture and I just live there for a minute. And you have to reground yourself because in that moment of being there in Florida, everything that happened during tax season washed away. All that stress, gone. All the only thing I could do was work on the current people that we had and plan for next year. And that was the perfect opportunity to do that. And so the lesson here is, <laughs> the long-winded lesson is to ground yourself where you want to be grounded. But remember that all that stress and all of that headache and all of the tears and everything that you just went through on one specific instance is going to propel you to make changes for the next season, for the next year, for the next product that you're developing, whatever it might be. Use that headache and the stress to fuel the change. That's, that's all we can do. So Q2 started with fueling change. It started with reinvesting myself into the business. It started with reinvesting myself into my family and into my own health. If you've been around with Cocktails and Capital since the beginning of the year, you'll know that after tax season, we took a little bit of a break because I needed to refocus on the business and refocus on my family and myself. And I talked to you guys about that in the episode that came out when I got back from the break. Um, Q2 came with a lot of personal situations, but it also came with a lot of growth here. We signed on a bunch more clients that I wasn't expecting, again, completely underestimating the amount of work we would receive this year. And with Q2 came a good plan for Q3, wherein I knew that we needed to hire somebody and we needed to do it quick, but we needed to do it correctly. We needed somebody who fit the vibe of Tatum Accounting, who works hard, and is just an overall joy to have on the team. And at the very beginning of Q3, we found that person. So Q3, I mean, we started with the the job you know, ad and everything. And I interviewed so many great people and one person specifically stood out and Nicole, our bookkeeper, she's absolutely amazing. If you ever get the chance to talk to her, if you're a client or if you're thinking about becoming a client, you'll definitely be talking to her. 
she is so, so sweet, so smart, and we really enjoy having her here. And the point of this whole story is that um, for Q3, that was the point where I really started to sit down and actually look at my capabilities and how I wanted this business to go. So Q3 became this huge planning period. We continued to sign on more people. We continued to grow. We started to get tax return inquiries for 2023, which kind of blew my mind a little bit. Um, it's been, I again, like I said, I didn't, I haven't learned anything. <laughs> um, I again, thought that for this coming tax season here in the next couple of weeks, we would have maybe 35, 40, same number we had last year. And we're looking at actually doubling that number, which is still so much less than some other tax firms. I, there's tax firms that have thousands of book or thousands of tax return clients to prepare in a three month span. So if you're ever wondering why your tax return might be taking a minute, it's probably because your tax preparer has thousands of tax returns to prepare. <laughs> um, but for us to even do 50 to do 70, which is double what we did last year, it's just me doing the returns. Nicole is going to continue managing the bookkeeping, but it's just me doing the returns. And so it's this, again, this play on what is your capability? What is my capability? How do we manage our time? How do we manage our family? and maintain our mental health at the same time. And so for Q3, what it really ended up being is hiring this wonderful person to come into Tatum Accounting and help. And then it also became training this person to be able to take the lead role on some of our bookkeeping clients and allow me to free up my space to be able to pour into this podcast and pour into our marketing, make myself more visible on Instagram and just overall come in with a good plan for 2023. Q3 was also the time where I had attended a bookkeeping conference in, in uh, second quarter. And so all of that information that I had gathered at that conference threw into that Q3 planning session. So Q3 was just plan, plan, plan. And we've really been able to execute that plan in Q4 and prepare ourselves for a really great 2023. I'm still recording this in 2022, but it's been super, super useful to be able to have somebody who I can lean on to take over some things while I sit and kind of redirect this business in a different way. The direction of the business as it was in 2021 is vastly different by the end of 2022. And we'll get into that when we get to Q4. So Q3, I mean, we're just kind of chugging along. We're training Nicole we're planning, we're doing whatever we can to kind of make things chug along and we're, we're getting new clients and it's been a really great quarter. Q4 is when we started to try to shift direction a little bit. So all the planning that I had done in Q3, it kind of came into play in Q4. So we started doing webinars again. Um, we had done one early in the year, but then it kind of fell off, but it had been a successful situation. So we're starting to do more webinars again. Um, I have scheduled time in my calendar. If you ever look at my Google calendar, it's absolutely ridiculous, but I have scheduled time now where I work and then outside of that, it's family time or now it's 
me and my best friend time or um, it's time with the dogs, it's time to clean, it's time, it's all allocated time because I feel like if I had not allocated my time like I wasn't previously, I would be in here in this office all day. The other night I did go over on my calendar time a little and I was here until eight o'clock at night, which is not highly unusual for me. But it's not what I wanted. And I mean, I walked out of the office and I was just grumpy. Like, I had been here since 8 in the morning and I walked out at 8 at night. And that, I used to do that all the time. And I don't remember exactly that I ever felt so grumpy during it because it was probably so usual to me. And that was probably just my general attitude was just walking out of the office and being not the happiest that I could be. Because I would guilt myself into then looking around the house and being like, wow, this house is an absolute mess. I haven't vacuumed in two weeks and we have two dogs and three cats and it's a mess. And so then I would walk around just feeling guilty and beating myself up for that. And so being able to sit here from eight to five or eight to four, if I'm getting everything done within that extra hour, is so so helpful because I can walk out of this office and I can get all those things done. I don't have to feel guilty because the thing of it is, is I, if I'm walking out of here at eight o'clock at night, I am not vacuuming. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. We're ordering food and we're going to the couch. And then two hours later, we're probably going to bed. If I walk out of here at five, I still have time to cook dinner, which I, if you know me, I absolutely love to cook. It is my all time favorite, like stress relief. I just want to get in the kitchen and chop some vegetables <laughs> and cook some things, especially if there are people here who I genuinely love to cook for. I love to cook for people. That is my source of relief and happiness. If I'm walking out of here at eight o'clock at night, there is no cooking. And so then I am again without my stress relief and I'm just walking around irritated and no one wants to be around somebody who's in a bad mood. And so the fact of that is that if you know from 2022 that you've spent too much time in your office, in your room that you sit in all day working on your business, get out of the office. Set a time to get out of there. If, you, if it's better for you to work at night because you have to take care of your kids during the day, that's totally understandable. But again, set a time limit for yourself. Don't stay in there until midnight. Don't stay in there until one o'clock in the morning because it's all important. Everything is important. You've got to sleep. You've got to eat. You've got to take care of your family. You've got to take care of yourself. This business might be an extension of you, but it is not all of you. So you have to remember to take care of every little part of you. And that is, <laughs> that's genuinely what the first three quarters of this past year have taught me. It's, it was a huge lesson in taking care of yourself. This year, 2023, I'm turning 30. And that's a hard one for me. So for the first like five, six years of my 20s, I did not take care of myself in any great way. I worked at a property management company and I worked... 60, 70 hours a week at that company. And during, you know, year end, 
It was maybe closer to 70 or 80. And it wrecked my body. It wrecked me mentally. If you know about how Tatum Accounting started, it's come from the need to give myself space and grace. Those first few years of my 20s, there there was no grace. I did not give myself any grace. I worked hard and the work that I did, I never thought was good enough. Yeah, I am going to cry. Um, <laughs> and so coming out of corporate, I don't really call it corporate, but coming out of corporate, I needed to go do something that I knew that I knew what I was doing. I know how to bookkeep. I know how to do accounting. That is, that is all that I think I know how to do sometimes. But I know how to do that and I do it well. And so I had to remind myself that that property management world is so hard. If you're in property management, God bless you. Honestly, I can never, ever go back. It's so hard. It's so stressful. So coming into accounting and running your own business sounds stressful, but I guarantee you it is not as stressful as property management. That is a whole different world. So with that, the first like few years of my 20s, it was just, it was really not great. I didn't eat right. I, being quite honest with you, I drank way too much. I relied on drinking like nothing else in this world. I didn't have the relationship that I have with Scott today because I was always working. And all I could talk about was work. All I could think about was work. And I didn't think about him enough. I didn't think about me enough. And I feel like looking back on it, I know I have like 60, 70 more years on this earth. I'm only turning 30. It's not like I'm turning 70. (laughs) But looking back on those first few years, I really feel like it's just kind of a blur because I just was at work all the time. I worked when I got home. I worked at work. I worked before work. I got to work at seven in the morning. Sometimes I didn't leave till six or seven at night. I mean, it was a mess. I would go in on a Saturday. Like it's, <laughs> it's just not the vibe. And so going into my thirties this year, I genuinely want to put myself first. And I know that sounds terrible to those of you who are listening who are like, well, I'm a client. Is she ignoring me? Is she not putting me first anymore? And that's just absolutely not true. (laughs) I still sit here for 40 hours a week. This is still a full-time job. Running your own business, which you probably know, and you probably get this all the time, it's not a hobby. This is still a full-time job. And what I want to do, what I want to implement, though, is that time for self-care is that boundary that after five o'clock on a weeknight, there will be no emails. I'm not reading emails. I'm not looking at emails. And on the weekend, same thing. No emails, no communication. (laughs) Whatever is needed can always wait until Monday. There's no government agency open on the weekend. There is no state agency open on the weekend. There's no bank. There's no nothing. There's generally nothing open on the weekend that absolutely requires something that cannot wait until Monday. If there's anything at all that you take away from this episode, it's that it can wait until Monday. Long dramatic pause. (laughs) I am going into 2023 with a very open heart of gratitude for you guys, for my clients, for my family. 
we're going into 2023 with this beautiful business plan for office hours being our kind of our title service. We're revamping all of our other service packages. I have such high hopes for this tax season. I recently passed all the parts of my enrolled agent exam, and I'm just waiting on that certification to come from the IRS. And so that is also a super exciting new part of this business. And it's just, we have so many things planned for 2023 that would not have been possible if we didn't have the absolutely earth shattering, (laughs) but beautiful 2022 that we had. And I have nobody to thank for that except for you guys and Nicole and Scott and my family and friends who listened to me all year with all my crazy ideas and all of my stress and (laughs) everything else. And so with that, this is the longest episode we've had in a really long time. But with that, I just 2022 was a beautiful year. Every quarter had some great highs, had some great lows, lows that taught me a lot. And I hope that this episode kind of helps you to reflect on your 2022, how it went for you. Take a look at each quarter, figure out what your high was, what your low was. Do not hang on to those lows. Just learn from them and propel yourself into an absolutely amazing 2023. If you guys liked this episode, please share it on your stories and tag me in it. Let me know what your favorite part was. If it was me crying randomly, sniffling, um, if it was, <laughs> if it was me rambling about how, uh, my twenties went and how unbelievably vulnerable this episode ended up being, just let me know. I would absolutely love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how your 2022 went, um, what your plans are for 2023. So message me on Instagram, send me an email, find me however you want to find me. And I will find you guys back here next Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening to this one. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week, same time, same place.